Hello, I'm Heat. And I'm Rocket Kid. And this is Ordinary Chaos. A podcast about ordinary life. Because you don't have to be famous to be interesting. What's normal for me might be unusual for me. Let's do this! episode. I am Heat and I will be talking with Rocket Kid. Hello, I'm Rocket Kid and welcome to Three Take Studios, home of Ordinary Chaos, which has won the Banana Award, the Tomato Award, and the Pineapple Award, and the Dragon Fruit Award. Too many awards. Seriously though, how are we going to keep all these award trophies? You don't even have a trophy case. Where did these awards come from? Uh, Three Take Studios? (laughs) Okay, I'll let you in in a little secret. We are not actually in a highly sophisticated studio environment. We are just in one of the rooms in our house. Uh, and all those words are just fruits, as I hope you all know. <laughs> Rocket Kid has a fantastic imagination. Rocket-tastic imagination. Rocket-tastic. Okay. So you told me earlier that you had a question for me. Yes. So, um, my question was... Bacteria fight each other. And bacteria are these little tiny organisms with cells that are made of a few cells. And because there are so many of them, sometimes they fight each other. And so if you were a bacterial cell or cells, what would you what would your weapon of choice be? It cannot be the same as anyone else's bacterial weapon. Unless they are the same species as you, so like, if you had a li- if you had a clone, then you could have the same weapon. I'm gonna add this to the list of questions I never dreamed I would be asked. You know, I think you know, I think <laughs> I'm the one who created that list in the first place. Well, I helped create it. I I asked you a bunch of random questions and uh, like at dinner. Dinner is one of the main random as- question-asking times. It's true. Yeah. And bedtime. <laughs> bedtime is a good time for random. for random questions. Yeah. So what would my... Weapon of choice be? If you had to fight other bacteria for land or food or anything other necessary to, to, to survive. How about Excalibur? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what off earth is X? See what it did there? What off earth? I'm Rocket Kid. What off earth? Yeah, never mind. What off earth is Excalibur? <laughs> you don't know Excalibur? You huh. were talking about King Arthur recently, so I thought you knew Excalibur. No, I don't know who Excalibur is. Excalibur is the sword. Oh, sword and stone. That sword. It sounded like some sort of super high-tech device that creates clean energy, as well as little snowman pictures at the same time. What are you talking about? Well, I was looking around the room three seconds ago for inspiration, and I saw a tiny snowman pinned to a corkboard on the wall in front of me. And so I'm like, 
And there's light bulbs, which made me think of clean energy. So, clean energy and printing tiny snowman pick. Can't get better than that. So, but you would use Excalibur? Sure, why not? Good. It would have to be very, very small Excalibur. And all of me would have to have clones of Excalibur. Because one sword's not going to do a good job for a whole bacterial army. Yeah, that's true. So, to have this, you need to invent a shrink ray, a cloning machine, an Excalibur, an Excalibur cloning machine, and you'd have to somehow fight a war with bacteria. Why do I need a cloning machine and an Excalibur cloning machine? Why can't the cloning machine just do all the cloning work? I thought the general rule of thumb with cloning machines was that you can only clone living organisms. I'm not familiar with cloning machines at all, so... Except for, like, the photocopier. That's a cloning machine. It's a cloning machine in a way. Yeah. You know, I never thought about it that way. That's really interesting. You know, this conversation has suddenly taken a very strange turn. Our conversations always take strange turns. You know, that's a fair point. (laughs) That is a very fair point. So what's your weapon of choice? My weapon of... If you're a bacteria... Mine would be if I had this, like, dispenser that dispensed infinite axes, and I would juggle them. I would juggle (laughs) infinite axes, and whenever one of my enemies came along, I would stop juggling and throw the axe and keep juggling. (laughs) I thought my answer was ridiculous. (laughs) Pencil sharpeners. Pencil sharpeners, pencil sharpeners. I have another random question. Let's hear it. Why are pencil sharpeners a thing? It makes it easier to sharpen your pencil? No, but like like the electric pencil sharpener. I just reached into a bucket that was next that was right next to me and pulled out a small clear purple two pencil pencil sharpener. Why don't we only have these guys the handheld pencil sharpeners? Um, electric pencil sharpeners can sharpen pencils faster, and you can do more of them. So if you're just sharpening one pencil, it doesn't matter too much. Yeah. But, like, as a teacher, when I would have to sharpen 20 or 30 or 40 pencils... 20, 30, 40 pencils?! Well, if I sharpen one for each student, and I have a lot of kids in band, then that's a lot of pencils. She's a band teacher, everyone. You need to know that. But when I was a kid oh, in school... Oh, she used to be one. Do you do you still have hand crank pencil sharpeners in school? Hand crank? Yeah, so there was a pencil sharpener that would hang on the wall. Oh, those, yeah. I've seen pictures in, like, cartoons. And you crank the handle and it sharpens the pencil. Uh-huh. And those, oh, it was like... Geez. The best job was if you got to be the pencil sharpener emptier. Because that little container would fill up with the pencil shards. And it would be somebody's job in elementary school to take that off and take it to the trash can and dump it out. Why is that the best job? Uh, who knows? I don't know. I mean, kids thinks, think all kinds of things are cool that adults don't really think are cool, but they're glad that kids are happy to do them. You know what else we had as jobs? What? Well, there were chalkboards. Oh, no. Because we didn't have whiteboards. We had chalkboards. Uh, no. When you erase a chalkboard, the eraser gets chalk in it. And so after a while, the eraser's all full of chalk. And so it would be somebody's job to take 
two erasers outside and bang them together to get all the chalk dust out. That sounds like the best job in the world. <laughs> because it's messy? Because it's messy, and hey, who doesn't like banging things together? <laughs> so there was that, and then the chalkboard. And it, and if you were really aggressive, you could sneak a boomerang and use the boomerang. Use the boomerang for what? To use one side of the boomerang and hit the chalk thing? No, you just bang them together and make giant chalk clouds. Ooh! And then somebody else, usually on Friday afternoon, so we were ready for Monday morning, would use a wet sponge and wipe down the chalkboard to get all the rest of the chalk off. That was also an exciting job. You know, this conversation also just took a strange turn. So what kind of jobs do you have in your class? Uh, let's see. We have door holder, line leader, caboose, the person who feeds the fish, the person who waters the plants, dusters, teacher, teacher's assistant, gopher. Gopher, like, runs things to the office, like, if there's a sub, like, attendance. And, um, gopher, custodian, takes in the trash can. And let me explain that one a little bit. So, the trash can, we have a trash can in our classroom. Because, like... <sighs> because you have trash in your classroom. All no, classrooms have trash cans. But, but we, but it's outside and we pull it in only for breakfast. And that is because most of the students in the classroom get breakfast from the school. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, what do we do with all this stuff that's extra? Like the milk cartons, the cereal containers, the banana peels. Oh, we're actually saving the plastic bags because our a class next to ours is, uh, they're taking it and they will weave them together into mats and sleeping bags and donate them to shelters for homeless people. And the, and, and the homeless people c- could, like, own them mm-hmm. so that they could have something nice to sleep on and something cozy to sleep in. And the sleeping bags actually double as just plain blankets. Nice. So, so that's nice, yeah. I support that cause! So is this trash can job specific to COVID times because you're eating breakfast in your classroom now? Mm-hmm. Because it used to be that kids would eat breakfast in the cafeteria. Yes, Yes, it is specific to COVID times. We go into the cafeteria to get our breakfast. And then we go back to the classroom, pull the trash can in. Because it's more like one of those big trash cans. And then we eat our breakfast and stuff. Which is your favorite class job? My favorite class job... Probably gopher because you don't really need to do anything. <laughs> like, we have subs very, very rarely, and no one usually gets hurt. <laughs> Does someone need to get hurt? Someone needs to get hurt, or we have to have a sub. What does the gopher do if someone gets hurt? Takes them to the nurse's office. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Because they're right next to each other, the office and the nurse's office. And then I slurry my words. <sighs> the, and the, because the nervous. The, the <laughs> Leave that one in. Leave that one in. Leave that one in. Don't edit that out, please. Okay. 
have here is the nurse's office and the regular office and the conference room and the principal's office are all right next to each other. Not exactly a strip mall, <laughs> but really they're just jumbled together. Right. But if we don't have a sub and if no one's hurt for at least a week because we rotate every Monday. Right. Then the gopher doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> so it's my favorite job. My least favorite job is caboose. You don't like being at the end of the line? Mm-hmm. I do not. I do not. You'd rather be the line leader? I'd rather be the line leader. Yeah, well, uh, that job is fun, but it's a little bit stressful because you don't always know where you're going. Oh. And you take 18 kids along behind you and two teachers. One teacher is usually in front of you. But if we're going to P.E., then it doesn't matter. Like, we're either inside or outside, and you never know which. So how do you know where to go? I, when I was lying later, I, I stopped at um, at the cafeteria, because that's where we have P.E. indoors, to see if our P.E. teacher was waiting there. And so, um, and so if she was waiting there... I would go and I would peek in. Like, I would stop the line, peek in. If she wasn't there, I would keep going outside. Yeah. Yeah. You like comic books? <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? Uh, well, also on the wall in front of, in front of me, and I saw Snoopy, little Snoopy pictures. And Snoopy is comic. Peanuts is comic. I like books of comic collections. I've never read a proper comic book. You are in my boat. <laughs> you are in my boat. So, Rocket Kid. Yeah? It has been very fun talking with you today. Yeah! We'll do it again. Yeah! You'll have more random questions, I'm sure. You're welcome. <laughs> I like to say you're welcome for no reason. So, I mean, I'll see you even after I hit stop recording, but we'll talk to people in podcast land next time. See you next time. Bye, folks. Bye. Our editor is Heat G-Check. Co-editor Rocket Kid. Produced by Heat G-Check. To learn more about me, Heat, or more about this podcast, go to OrdinaryChaosPodcast.com. Sound design and recording by Keith Kelly. You can learn more about Keith and his work at www.KeithBKelly.com. Cobrain Storm by Rocket Kid and Catgirl. Ordinary Chaos is an ad-free podcast. Because ads are annoying. To support the podcast, go to OrdinaryChaosPodcast.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Rocket Kid signing off.